everybody. It's the episode 34th, the 34th episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Is that the right number, Andrew? Yes, last week was 33, the week before that was 32. And Uh, then then 30 weeks before that, it was the first episode, or 31 weeks, rather, before that was the first episode. Jesus, can we go back in time and just, like, beat ourselves with a shovel? (laughs) It's like, what are you doing? Stop. (laughs) Don't do this thing. You guys realize that you're going to blab on about this comic book for now 34 weeks. Technically 34, like, hours? Maybe, like, 36. Well, yeah, all right. Well, like, 34 hours, like one hour a week for 34 weeks like. yeah can you just imagine sitting down in a room and listening for an entire day and a half to two chuckle fucks talk about like japanese cartoons oh god i don't recommend doing that like no never it's like Not if for, for god I if, like. yeah if for some godforsaken reason you have actually done that like thanks sure if this is your 34th hour like welcome this is the uh <laughs> This is the end of your journey, or if we're at episode 126, uh, you've got some you've got some doing. Uh, yeah, you're about a quarter of the way through. Good luck. Well, and and if like and if you're just joining us now, if this is your first episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, uh, welcome. I recommend yeah. uh, going back to the older ones because that's when we're covering uh, like part two and, that's when and we the were part good. four anime, and there was a lot <laughs> of fun things happening. And now we're covering part three, but it's okay because this is a very special episode this week because we're dedicating an entire hour to Stardust Crusaders because it's one of the better parts of the entire of the entire part. So that's cool. We're pretty Let's excited about it. We're dedicating an entire hour to Whole Horse. Let's yeah, not, whole, whole, let's not right. get confused. <laughs> yeah, Whole Horse is the real star here. He yeah. he's one of the better, uh, if not the best, like like side character in part three god Uh, how um it's such like fan fiction nonsense but man whole horse popping up in a place where uh the tone is so different from part three would have been so hilarious can you imagine him coming at like the end of part six it's like hey guys my stand's still a gun what's up so you're telling me that all of steel ball run isn't just one giant whole horse reference The prize is whole horse. That was the prize of the race. <laughs> it was actually the body. They referred to the body as the holy one, so everybody just assumes that Iraqi was talking about Jesus Christ. He, yeah. But but, they, but he was actually talking about a whole horse, because not once in Steel Ball Run do they refer to him as Jesus Christ, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I mean, there was that one time, spoilers, should have said spoilers before, but eh, whatever. Uh, too, uh, I, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what a beautiful podcast <laughs> Um, there was that time where, like, Jesus actually came up to Johnny and was like, yo, dude, you can, you can go in those holes, you know? Oh, yeah, but you don't see Jesus' face, I don't think. So, like, yeah, that could yeah, just yeah. be a horse with a crown of thorns in a robe. I mean, who even knows what Jesus Christ looks like? I mean, people <laughs> have said this over and over for years, but, uh, who can say? Who can say? It's true. But anyway, this so this brings us to chapter 140, the beginning of the Emperor and the Hangman arc. We have six mm-hmm. six chapters of Emperor and the Hangman to go through, mm-hmm. and it's going to be uh, good times. So, yeah, I like it. I yeah. had a fun time clipping out faces. There's so, a lot of good faces. And we... yeah, so we start out, and we're mm-hmm. looking at a map. Another map. Yeah, it's a, it's a good map. This is a map of the world. They started in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Singapore... And now they're on their way to Calcutta. And mm. Joey's really nervous because he does, he's, when I think of India, the only thing I th- that comes to mind is beggars, thieves, and curry-eating, disease-ridden people. It's like, wow, Joey. Damn. You, you're not, you were definitely born in the 20s. Yeah, he sure was. And our friend Avdol kind of takes this, like, all in stride. Like, he's not oh, yeah. Indian himself, but, like, you know... He, yeah, he, he doesn't. He would appreciate uh, Joey being a, ra- a racist asshole. So the fact that he's just like, nah, man, those rumors are all false. Yeah, you don't have to worry. This is a fine country full of nice people. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're here. Let's go. Turn the page, and my oh, god, god. Is spread. It's what? amazing. What is going on? A lot of the the 
snips I did and put on the Twitter last week were from this page. Because, like, all right. So, Team Joge immediately finds himself in a crowd of beggars. And some of the key lines as this crowd of beggars goes up to them. It's like, hey, give me some change, please. Hey, spare some change. Change, change, change. You want some tattoos? They are very nice. (laughs) Oh, man. The little kid in the bottom that just starts singing is... Oh, his face is... There's just so much to take in in this, like, whole page. It's just insane. Yeah, like, I could write a thesis on Eggman here. Yeah. Like, move it! Get out of the way! I'm trying to deliver these eggs! Move! <laughs> He's trying to deliver these eggs! This comically large tower of eggs. Oh, How does man. he carry that? It's gonna fall. I don't know. Like, some of, some of the Indian faces here, like, Araki gave it the good old college try, you know? He... I mean, he definitely drew all of these people, which is, this is probably (laughs) one of the more crowded, like, pages he's ever drawn. Yeah, like, well, back in Phantom Blood, he had to draw a lot of vampires. It's true, but, you know, these people all seem to have, like, like, their own characteristics. Like, he actually, like, designed each of these people. Do you see the one guy wearing shades in a turban? Yeah, it's almost (laughs) like a Where's Waldo picture, but... Oh, man, Waldo... It would be so cool if Waldo was in here. Can you imagine? Was that a thing back then? I don't know. Where's Waldo's got to be old. No, because where's Waldo is in... Well, Waldo is in, like, the final fight between Jorts and Dio. Like, he's in the background. Oh, right. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, right. So, funny enough, I completely forgot that was a thing, and I just made that the idea of Waldo being in JoJo. I totally made that up. I I forgot that was real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. Rocky loves being a Rocky. You know, great minds think alike. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, on my notes, I just have gotta deliver these eggs, <laughs> and then immediately, everyone wants to leave immediately <laughs> because uh, this tableau. There's still this kid singing. There's a cow shitting in the middle of the street. Uh, Polnareff steps in it. Uh, all these kids are harassing jorts, which is not a good idea for them to do. Nah. They try to get into a taxi, but there's a cow in front of the taxi. They can't move it. Who put that cow there? The ca- God. God put that cow there. And <laughs> Joe is just, uh, Abdul, is this really India? Is it? Yes. Isn't it wonderful? This is what makes it such a great country. Abdul's <laughs> just loving it. And everybody yeah. else is like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, this sucks. Um, and we get a little info about Calcutta. Calcutta, population 11 million people, more than 2 million are homeless. The 19th century England, English, called this city the worst place in the world. (laughs) India's common drink, chai cooked with red tea, sugar, ginger, with milk. One can buy two cups for one rupee, 15 cents. Chai tea is actually really good. I recommend it. Well, it's like, do I look like I have any rupees on me, Jack? So, like... I mean, if you looked, you could probably find one or two plastic rupees in your room. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> um, but one of my favorite panels in this entire, like, exchange, like, the little Team Joge in the background when they're sitting at the table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like... <laughs> In Mario 64, if you, like, run away from the camera, Mario's, like, character model, like, degrades and polygons to, like, oh, save exactly memory. So it kind of looks like if you zoom the camera all the way out and Mario just looks deformed. <laughs> and that's just 100% what this reminds me of. And it's very good. <laughs> Abdul looks like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is Jorts is just, you just gotta get used to it. I don't mind it. It's alright. Jotaro, are you serious? You must be freaking nuts. And You're Polnareff, freaking nuts. Freaking nuts. Polnareff has uh, had enough of his friends for the time being and goes to use the bathroom. And as he asks where it is, a man also gives him a large stick with a metal ball at the end. And he's just like, what, what do I do with this stick? You huh? know, the bathroom stick. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a bathroom stick. It's not weird. And he goes into the bathroom and it's like, alright, I'll use the bathroom. And then, <laughs> cut away. 
and smash cut to Polnareff screaming, running out of the bathroom because this is where a- this is where Polnareff comes face to face. What am I? What I? One of the things that I find to be extremely odd about the world is that mm-hmm. for whatever reason, the the design and philosophy behind toilets is like really not consistent <laughs> across cultures and that is no. always extremely strange to me like even in europe toilets are weird toilets oh, are yeah it's it's kind of like convergent evolution like everyone had their own idea of what a toilet should be and they kind of all uh like like not they have like the same the, basic idea with like the plumbing goal and stuff. is the same the goal is the same but i feel like the design and the and the way they work is just like of all things to not be consistent <laughs> yeah like in germany the toilets have a shelf in the bowl i don't know it's weird Ugh. uh so long story short there's a pig in this toilet. yeah that's that's really the point at the end of the day is there <laughs> there is in fact a pig and yeah and polner is trying to tell the guys the, the toilet look inside i can't believe it inside the toilet there's a pig sticking its head out of it oink oink and there is indeed a pig Ah, it must be hungry. The pigs from the pigsty below come up for food sometimes. This kind of toilet is rare even in India, but the design is all wrong. It's too shallow. <laughs> the toilet being shallow isn't the problem here. <laughs> um, and then the man shows Polnareff how to deal with the pig and just, like, ganks it with this iron ball and just in the head. And just squee! <laughs> Down. Uh... <laughs> And, and then this is a great line. Uh, uh, our boss says it's even better if you let the pig lick your ass clean. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Nobody Polnareff's wants like, that. Oh, I'll just hold it until he gets to the hotel. And go wash his hands because he's a good boy. And he sees uh, something in the mirror. He sees, uh, what is that? Ah, it's gone. It's gone. Ah, just vanished. What was in my imagination? I could swear there was something there by the window. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why not? There's a pig in the toilet, maybe a monster in the window. It's just another part of Indian culture, which is just like, <laughs> really, Paul? Really? Uh, but now we see that's a bad man. Yeah, that hand is not right. There's something no. wrong about that hand, Jack. Isn't there something weird about it? Yeah, it's almost like he's got two right hands. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> is this the man that Polnareff has been looking for? Yes. Yes, it is. And, like, there's not a lot of text on these few pages, but they're super cool. Because we have Hanged Man, which is the name of the stand, obviously, uh, slowly crawling through the window behind Polnareff in the mirror. And he's not he doesn't exist in the real world, only in the mirror. And it's a really neat effect, like, jumping back and forth. And the design of Hangman is, like, also really cool. He's like um, a weird robot mummy. Yeah, I, I have written down, like, if H.R. Giger made The Mummy, starring yeah. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> and, like, what if H.R. Giger, like, never worked on Alien and instead worked on The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser? <laughs> I would like, watch. I mean, I already loved that movie, The Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. That's a great film. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it would be mummy even better. Mummy 2 was also good. Yeah, for different reasons, but it's still good. Yeah, Mummy 3, <laughs> yes, <laughs> is a movie. Moving on. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, this guy, he's kind of invisible in the real world, and Polnareff can only see him in the mirror, so he calls out his good pal Silver Chariot. Um, and I just want to point out, Polnareff's hair just grows and shrinks in these panels. Like, it's never consistent. Sometimes it looks like he has over like a pretty flat buzz top, and other times it's like, yeah, my hair is a foot taller than my head. What of it? Oh, so Silver Chariot goes to shatter the mirror, trying to get rid of the the bad man inside. Doesn't do anything. It's it's nothing, and he runs out and it's like, where's the stand user? I can't find the stand user, and the rest of Team Joe is, uh, it's like what. What is it, Polnareff? What happened? And I always love it when there's a panel that's just a character's face, but it's been cropped, so there's no nothing like behind the face. You can't see anything. Yeah, it just looks like uh, the whole face. 
it's so it's really disorienting. I can't weird. imagine that must have been fun to draw unless he did actually draw the whole face and then actually like they like, cut it out. Because no, like... uh, I, he he made it, made it on purpose like this. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but Polnareff has fa- found the man who killed my sister. I finally found him. Um, and that brings us to The Emperor and the Hanged Man, part two, where we first get our first look at the boy, the man, the one and only whole horse. Which, like, you know, why did he introduce him on the cover? I don't know, but <laughs> he's got a... <laughs> he, what actor does he look like? Uh, maybe if Kevin Bacon in Tremors was better looking? <laughs> Is that is that a deep cut? No, everyone's seen Tremors. It's the perfect movie. Um, that that movie rules. Oh God, Tremors. We've we've gone. On yeah, we've got. Yeah, we've gone about Tremors before. That's that's a that's a good ass movie. But yeah. so now, uh, Polner F seems to have left the weird, uh, the weird man in the mirror. Yeah, left the left the mirror, um, and he's uh, he's trying to set on set off on his own because. Uh, it's first off, it's better to act than counterattack. Second, it's just not my style to hang around waiting. I'm going to find that bastard and kill him. And everyone else is like, "That's fucking stupid." <laughs> like, <laughs> Avdol takes the... it to another level and says, "Polterf, you are forbidden from leading the group." It's like, what? man, what are you, his dad? I'm like, damn. Uh, yeah, he he's everyone's dad. The enemy is trying to isolate you. That's why they only attacked you. Don't you understand? Oh, and Polnareff just acting the asshole. Listen, I'm only going to say this once. I don't give a shit about Dio. Fair. I told you, I already told you in Hong Kong. The only reason I'm traveling with you is to take revenge. Mr. Joestar and Jotaro should understand. I've always worked alone, and I always will. My name is Polnareff, and I'm a douche. <laughs> And my name is Polnareff, and my character motivations never really line up properly. No, I never really quite come together as a character other than, like, goofy asshole, kind of. Yeah. With a heart of gold. And sometimes my face is drawn real weird. Like in this one middle panel where his, his instead of, like, coming to a point, his chin kind of forms like a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, strange. Man. Yeah, it, it, and especially immediately in the panel where he and Abdul are fighting, his chin is back to just, like, going to a point. I don't know why it's like that. Uh, but Abdul has had enough of Polnareff's shit, and Polnareff has had enough of Abdul's shit, and he strikes off alone. And get your hands off me! Just because you got lucky and beat me in Hong Kong doesn't mean you can boss me around. Did I strike a nerve? Keep in mind, my mood is far worse than yours right now. You're in no position to boss me around like you always do, Abdul. Why, you? And Joey grabs Abdul before he can set Polnareff on fire for a second time. Oh, <laughs> uh, And Abdul is not angry. He's just disappointed, which, uh, it's worse. It's worse. Come on, you can't make, mis- you can't make Mr. Yu-Gi-Oh mad like that. He's just sad. Look at his cry sweat <laughs> whatever cry this... sweat is it yeah. coming from his pores or his pores or his eyes who knows both um and then as Polnareff sets off alone to the incredible hulk music um we get a nice uh nice panoramic shot of the uh indian desert wilds there's some cows here and then we see Who's this on a fucking elephant? It's whole horse. <laughs> it's that it's... boy coming in hot with an elephant and an unconscious Indian girl behind him, and she wants to marry him. Yeah, that's that's how we get our introduction to this cowboy man, which is a great <laughs> great start. <laughs> oh man, whole horse's whole getup is just a stroke of genius. It looks so stupid, but because. It's like he put on, like, a set of clothes, like, a nice shirt, pants, and then put on another, like, shirt and pants and, like, carved out the parts he didn't want of the second part. He just, like, turned, like, a jumpsuit into, like, a cloak. Yeah, like, because, <laughs> see, he, like, he and Abdul definitely shopped at the same store, because mm-hmm. Abdul 
for sure had these pants in chapter like two. It was, oh man. Um, so this girl is in love with this man. We know nothing about Whole Horse yet. Uh, right now he's just like, uh, after all, you're only 16 years old. Listen, I'm just a drifter. I wander from place to place every day. I've got no home, and one day I'm going to die on the streets. You're from one of those aristocratic families. You shouldn't be marrying a guy like me, no matter how much we love each other. And <laughs> he goes on and on, like, yes, you're the one I love most in the entire world. That's why I can't marry you, because I love you so much. You understand, right? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And he says it with a straight face up until he gets back on the elephant. And you just see him with a shit-eating smirk. Oh, it's God. Just like, it's such hey. a good face. Oh, man. And then we get... Because up till now, we have no, know nothing about his character. So we, you could have assumed he was just playing it straight. And now now you see him just like... <laughs> and you get to, you get an inkling that maybe this guy is just an asshole. Um... And as he pa- he's back on the elephant and passes by a man wearing a pillow as a hat in a bold fashion statement. And it turns out this is the man that we've been looking for. This is Jay Guile. This is the man with two right hands. Uh, and <laughs> like The one yeah. whose memory has just been sold. Na 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 na. Okay. <laughs> I was I was hoping you would like get through a couple more stanzas. Um, but it turns out Whole Horse and the man with two right hands are partners. Um, and Jay Guile Hangman has been working worked to isolate Polnareff from the group so that he and Whole Horse could just kill him and just be fine. <laughs> Which I mean, it works. And then suddenly a King Cobra pops up. And it goes to attack Hangman, Jay Guile. And then we see uh, Whole Horse's stand, Gun. <laughs> the Mr. Entire Horse pulls a ghost gun out of his arm and Mr. shoots Entire this Horse. snake. He, yeah, it, <laughs> this is two whole pages. Also, real quick, like, I like guns mechanically. I'm interested in how they work and how different guns were made different ways. This is not a gun that would work. Okay? Nah, this gun makes no sense. It, like, has a revolver, but then it just has a bunch of shit on top of it. Like... Yeah. Like, Araki couldn't decide whether or not he wanted to draw, like, a semi-automatic pistol or a revolver. So he drew both on top of each other. Yeah, it's like you would load the bullets in the bottom, but then it somehow comes out the top. Because the, there's a slide, and but there's also a hammer, like like a revolver style hammer that is way too far up the grip for someone's thumb to get, and these cylinders which are filled with nothing that are like in no way attached to the main barrel of the gun. It's stupid. Ah, oh, mm. so he pulls out the gun, and it like if. If you're not, you don't know what to look for, like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. It looks like a, a neat gun and just shoots this snake in half while uh, Hangman pops out of a wine bottle and slices the snake into many pieces just because, I guess. Rest in peace. Pieces. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I really like this panel of Whole Horse looking like he's leaning back against the comic panel. It's like, let's go. With your hanged man and my emperor, they don't stand a chance against us. Because I have a gun. Nice. How do you think uh, Whole Horse is holding this pose here? It's like he, he's got his foot up against an invisible wall, and he's leaning against the panel. Like, and there's also Is this some fourth wall cloud? shit? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out where this dust cloud is coming from that's right under Whole Horse's foot. Like it's, it's very interesting. What, yeah, it doesn't here. help that Jay Giles pants and Whole Horse's pants are colored the exact same. Oh God! So it just looks like Jay Giles doing like a weird backwards sidekick, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we cut back to Polnareff, uh, who has found someone who's seen the man with two right hands, and then we see Whole Horse and Jay Giles slowly walk into town. How convenient. 
Yeah, which leads us into the Emperor and the Hanged Man part trace. That's French for three. Wow, Homer Jack. It's French. Wow, Jack. You're welcome. That was your French lesson for the day. <laughs> um, and then suddenly, Jay Guile is gone, and Polnareff is really confused. Like, which one? Who is it? That, that's odd. He's missing. He was there a moment ago. And then Whole Horse squares up in such a strong pose. Like, knees... How would you do... Okay, like, you bend your knees inwards, like, towards each other... So that your heels are facing, like, out past your, like, in the same direction as your shoulders. I don't know, it kind of looks to me like his right leg did, like, a complete, like, like did, like, a 480 degree, or four, yeah. <laughs> yeah 480 degree. One, like, one, yeah. One and a third circles. Yeah, he, like, spun, <laughs> spun it around, and then, like, twisted it. It's so odd. What is he yeah. doing? <sighs> He has that he bicep can... swivel. Uh, I mean, the leg swivel. Man, he can see can he can move God. it around. God, he's got this what? weirdly long cigarette. Like <laughs> that's just his thing. Like he probably rolled that himself, just well, so he can have a long one. Like he like glued rolling papers together. He glued rolling papers together and then glued a filter to it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is my. He look. doesn't even I... smoke it. It's just his aesthetic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> God, why isn't there a whole horse SES? I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Like, uh, he would have been so good. And there's just the statue legend. And that's not good. That's not good enough. It's okay. Nah. It's not the best. Okay. So, <laughs> this this exchange in the anime while, between whole horse and Polnareff, it was really good. Like, ugh. Just... The part three anime has its moments. This is one of them. Uh-huh. And as Whole Horse squares up to Polnareff, it's just, guns are stronger than swords. This is a fact. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you? Whole Horse, that's my name. And my stand is named after the Emperor card. Dio has promised me quite a lot of money in exchange for taking you down. Hey, dumbass, there's no need for introductions. Do you know a man with two right hands? <laughs> yeah, he came here with me. He's here somewhere. I don't have to answer you, because you're going to die by my hands. Oh, man, whole horse, this cocky asshole. Every panel of his face is just great. Oh, He's yeah, always like... got some kind of weird look going on. Yeah, <laughs> because if he didn't, and he wasn't wearing a hat, then his face would look exactly the same as Polnareff's face. <laughs> like, kind of, kind of just take a look. It's just like they they look pretty similar. <laughs> oh man. So Polnareff is tired of whole horse just chatting. It's like cut to the crap and cut the crap and get to the point already. Yeah, my stand takes the form of a gun. Simply put, your sword can't beat my gun. What's that? You want me to beat your bum? <laughs> and <laughs> this laughing happens for like 30 seconds in the anime. And it's, oh man. So it's just panels of them just laughing at each other. It's just like, yeah. Ha, 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 ho, ho, ho. And then Whole Horse gets serious. And he literally shoots his cigarette out of his mouth. Like, it, it goes, like, rocketing out of his mouth. He, he yells at Polnareff, he's a fucking asshole, pulls out his gun, and shoots him. But yeah. Silver Chariot can easily intercept that bullet. Or he not. Realize, he doesn't realize that once my stand's armor is off, I can easily intercept the bullet. So, and then, what happens and next? And then, as he goes to slice the bullet in half, the bullet curves! What? Ah! The bullet changes trajectory. This is bad. The bullet is part of my stand as well. <laughs> it's going right for Polnareff's head. And he's really about to get shot in the head until... Who's that? But Mr. Yu-Gi-Oh! comes out. And in a really awkward flying tackle. Just <laughs> like... Wow. There's a lot happening here. <laughs> Especially Abdul's face. Just like... And as like... He, uh, 
Abdul knocks Polnareff to the ground, literally just dodges a bullet, and still feels it necessary to lecture Polnareff about leaving the group. <laughs> yeah. They know everything about you. You told me before that you've been living on your own until now. That that does not mean you can expect to defeat your opponents alone. Um, and then Abdul's like, Polnareff, get out of the way. The bullet is coming back. Because the horse can do whatever with the bullet. And Magician's Red pops out looking pretty strong. He's just going to melt the stand bullet, which I guess is something he can do. But before he can, Hangman, in the puddle, in Abdul's reflection behind him, stabs Abdul in the back. Oh boy. before he can do anything, he falls backwards just as the bullet hits him in the head. And with that, Abdul has died. Rest in peace (laughs) oh man and whole horse is this scene is either rocky's best or worst idea (laughs) can it be both yeah i think it can be both it's yeah it's like you know it's strange it really is strange yeah i think he wanted to raise the stakes at because we had a bunch of stand fights where there was, like, really no lasting consequences. Like, everyone was pretty much fine. Even when they should have sustained, like, lethal injuries. So, he was like, yeah, anyone can die at any moment. What of it? And It's like, that's... but, like, the problem, <laughs> the problem with it is that the story doesn't move at a brisk enough pace where we've really become, even though we've read a bunch of chapters, we haven't really had enough time to become attached to these characters because they just don't uh, really do yeah. all that much. So it's yeah. not like when, like, Caesar dies in Battle Tendency, and it's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit, this is real. It's like, oh, Abdul got shot in the head. Who again? Yeah, Abdul has had two two fights against Jotaro and Polnareff, right? I'm not missing anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's about it. And as he he bleeds onto the ground from his head wound... The whole horse just spins his ghost gun. And it's like, phew, talk about dumb luck. The biggest threat here is Abdul's flames. We figured it'd be a tough fight against him, but there he is, dead on the ground. Man, we really are lucky. Now there are no more mines in this war. <laughs> Which, okay. As Kakuin screams, Mr. Abdul, how, how could this happen? And Polnareff tries to play it cool. And who told him to come and save me? He stuck his nose where it didn't belong. He tried to fight, but he couldn't do anything. That's why he died. A guy like him is just a burden on me. That's why I came alone. It's so damn annoying. For him to die right before my eyes, this is so goddamn annoying. And as he says this, he's just turning to Kakyoin, bawling, with a thumbs up? I never got this. Yeah, it's like, very strange. Like, he's well, like... As he, giving him a thumbs up like oh he's dead thumbs up rest uh, in peace uh, rest in peace uh good job good job dying i guess um, and now we move on to chapter 143 and the first thing you see in this page is melting kakyoin like one of the worst drawings of kakyoin like <laughs> what is happening <laughs> Oh, the when he's having his internal monologue. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's not. Hmm. The panel separation really isn't neck. very good, and his neck is gone, and his hair is drooping, and he literally looks like he's melted on the ground, like what? Wizard of Oz style. Yeah, his earrings are kind of melting into his uh, jacket. It's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, but he's having an internal monologue. It's like. You, you must be only slightly injured, Mr. Abdul. It's just a scratch, isn't it? You're going to get up and speak soon, right? You'll open your eyes soon. But Abdul's not getting up. And Kakyoin uh, goes to take his pulse. And no, it can't be. Not like this. It was too simple. It was too fast. Uh, but he is well and truly dead as Polnareff advances upon whole horse. And oh my god, Andrew... Andrew, his legs. What happened to Polnareff's legs? <laughs> Holy shit. What is going on? Like, he looks like a spaghetti man. 
He literally looks like he, his legs doubled in size. But, I mean, I guess we could also talk about a whole horse who is just, like, he's turned... He got the weird mushroom and turned into tall and skinny whole horse. <laughs> what they, is happening? Like, if their, if their torsos were a marble, their legs are an entire strand of spaghetti. Just, like, just walking on stilts. <laughs> God. That's so... Oh, man. Whenever Araki tries to do, like, forced perspective like this in the early parts, it never goes well. Yeah. He hasn't quite figured it out just yet. Yeah. And as Polnareff is going, trying to square up to whole horse, Kakyoin's just screaming at him. It's like, don't fall for it again, you fucking idiot. Don't you understand? Mr. Abdul kept on saying that you can't do this alone, but you didn't listen. You can't take revenge by risking your life. Then what should I do? And as this is happening, Whole Horse taunts him. It's like, hey, come on, little pole pole. It's like, oh, God. <sighs> and Kakyoin's like, let's get away. Let's drive away in this truck. And Polnareff is like, how about no? How about I just, like, hit everything with my sword? Um, and as he does, he's about to do that, uh, Hanged Man shows up again in the uh the window the reflection of these windows and they still really don't know how hangman works and hang now hangman is taunting polnareff's like yeah you should have listened to your how your little sister screamed like oh okay. oh 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 too soon too soon y yeah it's always too soon but uh, uh you know yeah definitely like between avdol like dying and now we have two stands at once this is definitely this is definitely the biggest, uh, the the most dangerous encounter the Joe friends have experienced yet. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't too long ago that Polnareff was going to get his dick bit off, so that's saying <laughs> so something. So, we've definitely improved. Things, yeah, things are shaping up. <laughs> yeah. And Polnareff is freaking out. He goes to cut all these mirrors, and Kakyoin realizes, like, Polnareff, don't fall for it. He's trying to trick you. As Polnareff screaming you son of a bitch like this is a really cool uh polnareff silver chariot panel just like superimposed on top of each other super action lines very cool very good coloring um as he shatters the window and then he sees like in the glass shards hangman is still there like, I exist only within a mirror, and your silver chariot is incapable of entering a mirror. That's why. Are you mad? Huh? I bet you are very mad. And Polnareff is indeed very mad. Yeah, and, he's not thrilled. Yeah, and as Hangman is taunting Polnareff, uh, Whole Horse lines up the shot for the final uh, dinger against Polnareff, and... As Hangman is about to stab him, and as he's about to get a bullet in the head, what's that? But Emerald Splash, out of nowhere. <laughs> he just does it, and uh, it, it, it something happens. Yeah, so a lot of things happen in quick succession. Um, everyone's surprised that he brought out this Emerald Splash. Polnareff gets dump-trucked by it, like... <laughs> He his legs go splayed out. He falls. Uh, Emperor's bullet is like knocked out of the air and impacts harmlessly. And uh, whole horse and hangman are like, "What happened?" And then we see Kakyoin in the truck that he pointed out before, doing a drive by on Polnareff and grabbing him in a hilarious panel. It's just like, "Yeah, get in here, you fucking idiot! Come on." Come He's gonna on. pick up fucking Polnareff's bleeding corpse. Mm-hmm. So he was trying to help Polnareff after all. Kakyoin knew what he was doing. Um, and Whole Horse goes to shoot him. It's like, ah, can't do it. My bullet doesn't reach that far. My stand sucks. Um, but now Hanged Man is gone. So we're gonna, we're gonna see more of Hanged Man. Um, and then Abdul's body is still just there. It hasn't gone anywhere. He's just... He's certainly there. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Kakyoin. My my sister. As long as I could avenge her death, I didn't care if I died doing so. But now I understand what Abdul was trying to say. 
I will not let his death be in vain. I will fight to survive. Do you really understand? Yes. <laughs> and and Kakyoin just elbows Polnareff in the face, um, like just obliterating his nose. <laughs> Take this instead of a handshake for making up with me, Polnareff. Thank, thank you, Kakyoin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I never, another thing I never really got. I'm like, alright. Oh, and then, part five of Emperor and Hanged Man, which gives us a nice profile page of Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Um, He's looking very spry. I think the best thing on here is that his favorite movie is Bad News Bears. That is great. And... <laughs> it... It makes sense. It makes so much sense. I've never seen the original Bad News Bears. Like, like it's you? not like I, I don't think it's like that great of a movie, but like, Polnareff's not that great of a person. Yeah, he probably <laughs> saw it and was just like, "This is good American film. <laughs> this is good one." <laughs> is... Uh, hobbies, any sports? <laughs> I like height, one hundred eighty-five centimeters. 193 centimeters with hair. <laughs> Favorite type of women? Depends on the mood. Uh, and, yeah, not nothing, not a whole lot of gold here other than his yeah. favorite color, which is gold. Um, well, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's weird that it's not gold chariot. Like, how cool would Silver Chariot look if it were gold? I mean, really... uh, Silver Chariot second has some gold. Yeah, it's right. It's got some gold accents. It looks yeah. pretty dope. Um, and <laughs> just a lot of uh, discussion between Polnareff and Kakyoin while they're driving away in this Lancia pickup truck, which I did not know that Lancia made a pickup truck. But it's India, so who knows? Um, the good line in here is like, Polnareff, you keep saying things like, inside the mirror or the mirror world, but this isn't some kind of fantasy or comic book. A world like that doesn't exist, except that's completely untrue, because in part five, there is a mirror world, and it does exist. <laughs> so do you think that man in the mirror is connected to, uh, connected to Hangman? No, because Hangman doesn't actually, like, do anything with the mirror. And, and part five is like, yeah, there's parallel dimensions. Who cares? Let's get down with it. <laughs> we introduce a lot of concepts only just so they can have weird stand fights. That's part five for you. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Hey! Uh, ciao! Oh. Um, <laughs> I know that, but listen, in this kind of situation, I mean, right now, at this very moment, this is a world where stands exist. There could also be a mirror world. Not possible. Oh, come on! And, like, points to Polnareff, like, yeah, they have magic punch ghosts. Like, a mirror Kakyoin is just so unconvinced, and it's like, I don't know, man. He's such, uh, he's such a nerd. He's Meanwhile, a... Hangman is literally, like, occupying the this negative space on his steering wheel. Yeah, it's really cool. Hangman has a, a neat gimmick. Um, so Kakyoin sees Hangman in the chrome of the steering wheel and sees that he's, like, running, like, in the pickup bed, like, and then breaks the back window to come and stab them both. And then Kakyoin does a rad flip in this truck. And <laughs> there goes that truck. And mercifully, no one's hurt badly because they don't have a healer at all. <laughs> Crazy. If yeah. This, if, if this were fucking uh, part five, like, so one of them would have lost an arm. I was just and... going to say one of their arms would have been gone. One of their arms would have been off and Polnareff would have been disemboweled. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jorno would have come along, turned a snake into his arm, and then, like, got some rocks and made it into a new stomach for yeah. Polnareff. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so Polnareff sees Hangman in the bumper. Uh, tries to slice and dice with uh, Silver Chariot. Doesn't work. And Polnareff finally figures it out that Hangman is not traveling in the mirror. It's traveling in any reflective surface. It's jumping from one reflective surface to another. He traveled all this way here by continually reflecting from one surface to the other. So he uses light. Like, it's a, it's a faster... It's 
a late speed stand, which, all right, I'm not I sure. Mean, sure. Yeah, I don't think there's any other stand that can move that fast. Like Star Platinum, the world still doesn't like doesn't top out at the speed of light. Um, and just as they're hiding behind this rock. Uh, like away from any reflective surface this indian kid comes by it's like hey are you guys fine you just did a, a sweet trick stunt in your truck um <laughs> and then they see in the kid's eye it's it's hangman and they're about to get a knife eye attack like just right off the bat and this is actually this is pretty cool because this entire half page is this kid's eye like blown up with Hangman, Polnareff, and Kakyoin in it. Yeah, it's Still with neat. the kid's uh, pupil. It's like, it's neat. It's nifty. It's like a, he drew a weird record. <laughs> he did draw a weird <laughs> record. I bet a Rocky draws album art. That's funny. Oh, yeah. I would buy a record with this printed on it. With the speech bubble. The speech bubble is important. <laughs> it's R okay. R okay? <laughs> um... And Hangman in the kid's eyes just taunting the both of them while Silver Chariot looks very sad. <laughs> like, cook, cook, cook. what will you do now? You're not going to stab the kid in the eye, are you, Polnareff? <laughs> I finally got here. Yeah, nowhere to run unless you stab this kid's eye out. And Kakyoin's at the end of this rope. It's like, this is unforgivable. And then Polnareff has a super cool thing. It's like... In a situation like this, when you try to take your revenge, before you fight, you have to say something like this. My name is Jean-Pierre Polnareff, from my sister's honor, and so that my friend Abdul can rest in peace, I'm going to send you straight into the depths of despair, Jay Guile. That's how you should say it. And Man, I like that band. Polnareff's mean. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did Jay Guile's band ever do you, Polnareff? They just put out a couple of respectable hits. <laughs> Is that band still around? No, nah, they 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 broke up like in the eighties. Okay, um, so Polnareff uses a special move, sand attack, and kicks some sand in the kid's eye, and he figured out that as um, Hangman jumps from surface to surface, he can still slash at him. So as he try as Hangman tries to jump into Polnareff's eye, he was able to slash him right across the middle. And then they both hear a scream from the distance. And it's like, ah, that must be the user. Jake Guile, you bastard. I can finally take revenge. And then, Emperor and Hangman, part six. We've just been going at a great clip here. I'm very proud of us. Oh, yeah. And this panel with uh, Polnareff and Kakyo would be real strong looking if their, like, character models had a little more fidelity to them. Like, I like what he was going for here, but I feel like there's just something off. There's something off-model about both of them. Polnareff has always looked puffy. Like, he's got muscles where muscles, I guess, can be, but they look strange. It, yeah. Um, so they see a wounded man. It says, finally, we finally found you, Jay Guile. My name is Jean-Pierre Polnareff. And they go to... Uh, goes to stab the man and then Polnareff gets a knife in his back because what's that that's not actually Jay Guile because that man has one right hand and then this troll person climbs <laughs> out of this rock hole it's like hey, 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 over here you dumbass I'm Jay Guile <laughs> I, love, I love that bait and switch like Araki somehow thought that like everybody would totally believe that Jay Guile was this like random Indian man no. and it's like no it's this weird troll man it's this weird Hills Have Eyes knockoff. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, do you like Hills Have Eyes? It's a good horror movie. It's just gross. Yeah. The remake or the original? The original. I mean, the uh, remake's, like, okay. Yeah, it's, fi it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's no Jeepers Creepers. Oh, no, dude. You want to talk about Jeepers Creepers? <laughs> That's a... I'm a big fan of Jeepers Creepers 9, you know? Jeepers Creepers 9 is the best one. Is there a Jeepers Creepers 9? No, they just made a lot of sequels to that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jeepers Creepers. What a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was just a drifter who came to town. I just had to cut him up the same way you guys did, and you fools fell for it. You idiots. Um, 
Kakyoin tries to do an emerald splash, and then Jay Guile, with a, a good trick, uh, calls over a bunch of beggars, saying that Kakyoin and Polnareff are going to give them a lot of money so that Hangman can bounce in like all these people's eyes and just like back and forth, back and forth. Um, so unless they kill all of these people, uh, Hangman is going to kill them. <laughs> And as all hope is lost, Kakyoin uh, steals Polnareff's line. It's like, as Polnareff is like, you fucking son of a... Polnareff, that's not what you say here. When avenging someone, you don't say lame things like, you son of a bitch. Instead, you say this. My name is Noriaki Kakyoin, for the vengeance of my friend Abdul, and so that the sister of my friend Polnareff may rest be at peace. I did not say that one right. You will pay <laughs> for at peace. <laughs> May be at peace. You will pay with your life. As Kakyoin pulls out a gold coin, and then immediately, like all these beggars are drawn to it. And I just want to direct your attention to this one man, like in the corner between Polnareff and Kakyoin. Do you see him there? Do you see him and his goofy grin? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right under the speech bubble, you will pay with your life. Oh my god, you're right. Uh, like, who is this? Who is this man? I don't know, but he looks like he loves life. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that the, like like Kakyo and Polnareff are in this life or death situation, and Kakyoin's like, hold on, hold on, Jean-Pierre. I'm gonna show you how to really make a grand entrance. <laughs> this this gold... is an action movie, and we are action stars. <laughs> we are American action stars, right, Mr. French? <laughs> Oh, this gold coin will go to whoever picks it up first. It's so shiny, you can see a reflection of your own face. Eh? He flips it, and everyone is looking up in the sky at this coin. And Polnareff kicks sand in the guy's eye that had Hangman. And as Hangman jumps to the coin, oh, Silver Chariot looking real strong just slashes and slashes. And right down the middle... Uh, Jay Guile is cle- like cleaved. Oh god, this looks gross on the next page. <laughs> I'm gonna turn you into a pincushion. I've waited years for this moment. I don't to want happen. them to turn him into a pincushion. That's gross. Well, he, he looks did. He looks horrible. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't kill Jay Guile here. Like, because he says, as for the rest, I'll leave that to the devil himself. Like, it doesn't, like. What is it? Has he killed... Like, he's murdered this man, right? He must have. Yeah, because I think what he means is, like, I'll leave it to the devil to take you to hell. Because, like, because he's already killed Jake Isle. And I think this is one of the only times we see a stand fight result in a user's death. Because, like, a lot of the times it's just, like, retired or defeated. Well, I mean, I guess except for Ad- Avdol. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Abdul, that wasn't even a fight. He just got sucker stabbed. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, so yeah, Polnareff just murdered Jay Guile. And then we're, we're we'll talk a let's do half of the Empress part 1 just cuz it's it cut at a weird place. Okay. Um, and we got we got time. We got a little time. Uh, so Whole Horse comes up behind these guys. It's like, hold it! I finally found you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing with his fingers? He's like, eh. like yeah, yeah. He does some uh, revolver ocelot tricks, but with his weird ghost gun, and he calls out to Jay Guile like he's shooting glass for Hangman to like pop in and out of. It's like, come on, Jay Guile, where are you hiding, buddy? And just a bunch of panels of him looking confused, like, huh? What? Where? Where's my friend? Um, because Polnareff goes with the good lines, like, listen, he can't hear you. He's busy now. He's busy burning in hell. And there's like, if you want to check, his corpse is two or three hundred meters away. You want to check it out? <laughs> Polnareff, stop joking around. Sure. I'll go check he just it out. turns around and goes running back to check the corpse. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Coward trying to run away. <laughs> and the whole horse's face just like, oh God. He's doing the Joe Star secret technique. Yeah. He... It's like the same, it's the same way he, uh, 
he draws Joseph running in part two. <laughs> oh yeah, and he has he can do it in um, uh, All Star Battle. It's the same animation as oh, okay. uh, Joey Joestar. Oh, so they got they got they saw that too. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and he runs right into Jorts's fist. <laughs> Mr. Joestar, Jotaro. Uh, 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 as whole horse is screaming on the ground. And they go to kill him. Because Polram actually is going to deliver his sentence. The death penalty. And just stab him. But then the Indian girl from the beginning of it uh, comes back. It's like, no, please run, Mr. Horse. I really Please. love how Jorts doesn't have any eyes in these couple panels. Like, Araki just, like, oh, shit. forgot them. It's, it's his hat, I guess. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a bit of a stretch. That's terrifying. <laughs> what he, why couldn't he just draw in the eyes, man? Was he really pushing that deadline? Maybe. <laughs> What's up with this chick? Mr. Whole Horse, I don't know what's going on, but I will always care about your safety. It's my only concern. It's my only reason to live. Please run. Hurry. <laughs> And Whole Horse pulls a horse out of his own ass. <laughs> the entire horse. <laughs> I guess pulls she was, an entire horse. I guess she was riding in on this out horse. Out of his entire ass. <laughs> <laughs> and the, it's ironic because the horse's name is actually Half Horse. Um, Thank I'm God. Ru- <laughs> I'm running away because I love you. And I will love you forever. Ah! And he runs away. As the uh, woman grips Polnareff's leg and bleeds a little bit on Mr. Joestar. And then the whole horse is gone. <laughs> and Polnareff's just like, fine, let's continue our journey to Egypt. To beat Dio, we all have to work together. If any one of us acts alone, we'll be left wide open to attacks. Understand? And everyone's just like, man, because of you, our friend is dead. Yeah, Joestar's just like... We don't have time to deal with him. Abdul may be gone, but we still have a long way to go. Alright, let's just go. Abdul's dead. Oh well. It's been 15 days since we left Japan. Ah, yeah. So yeah, let's cut it there as we see something really gross start to grow on Mr. Joestar. And we'll pick back up with The Empress Part 1. The Empress is... It's It's a fun little episode in the anime. It's gross. It's real gross. But it is, like, pretty much the first Joseph-centric storyline. Yeah, so the like, first and cool. only. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess it is maybe the only. Oh, man. he Our boy doesn't get a whole lot of uh, time because he's he's not the main character anymore. He's just there no. to, like, introduce people. Yeah, he's kind of like just the, the guy that yells things in this one. Yeah. He's basically a speed wagon, let's be real. He, he's oh, speed wagon. Man, he's the speed wagon of part three. <laughs> oh, Lord. And Kakyoin, uh, Polnareff, and Jorts are kind of like, they're they're each a third of a full JoJo. They're like, <laughs> they're kind of like the Holy Trinity, but they're so all they the same. So they come together in a Megazord of Joj, and then they've become a real main character. Yeah, if the three of them combine, they become like, Closer to one of the better JoJo's, like, <laughs> like, like Jorno or jo- or Joseph, like they they might be able to touch them if they fuse. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. All right, people, this has been episode thirty-four. Of what a beautiful podcast! Real, real quick, uh, just a couple things have been happening. Oh, what, um, what's been happening? I haven't so one next week. I think next week, the fourteenth, I believe. Uh, there's a there's gonna be a JoJo event in Tokyo. Oh. Uh, it's kind of like a sub- celebration of the Diamond is Unbreakable anime, but, you know, because where else would they do this? The growing speculation that they will announce part five at this event. Oh, man. <laughs> Andy's just waiting for this event, just holding I'm his reaching, Jorno SAS. Reaching, reaching, like, reaching. Please. So, like, that'll be pretty cool. I mean, oh, it would be I dope to, if they announced I have it. to expect that this announcement will come sooner rather than later. So, like, it seems like a good time to do it. So. No, D- David Production is just going to do a random ass anime. It's like, nah, we're not going to do it. We're taking a break from Joj. This yeah. is making us too much money. <laughs> well, like they did between uh, parts one and two of part three. Like, they just made another anime. What right? did they make? I think they did a Hyperdimension Neptunia anime. Like, Ugh. for some reason. Because I can understand, because part three 
is not uh, probably didn't do well here. Like I was reading some stuff like when Crunchyroll first got JoJo to like put on Crunchyroll, like the numbers weren't there. It just did not really uh, do much when they first had it on there, and obviously it's done better now. And part four was a big uh, like brought people in and it was very yeah, popular big success well. yeah um oh no they between parts one and two they did hyper De- hyper dimension neptunia the animation great oh man and then oh yeah there was there was just like a couple seasons break between stardust crusaders parts one and two and then part four eh whatever and they're doing monster hunter stories ride on 2016 to 2017 aren't you happy about that oh i'm so happy about that i'm glad they're doing that not working on part five (laughs) (laughs) what was the uh the other thing the other thing is um the soft announcement of a funny valentine and dirty deeds dungeon sas sas oh i did not hear that where did you hear that uh the one of the figure like the japanese figure news accounts i follow tweeted it and it's like there's no pictures yet but the but one fest is uh is not this weekend next weekend the weekend of the uh 18th yes because i think one fest is the 19th Uh, one of those days yeah but it's a one day event because of the nature of the thing yeah so um that'll probably have a prototypes there but it looks like that they were like announced behind closed doors so okay that's cool my my first question is why did they announce uh funny valentine d4c before they announced johnny but i have a couple theories Uh, one because d4c is the most like the most punch ghost like stand in all of steel ball run i'd say so it probably it makes sense to do a figure of him yeah um and really my other the main reason i just don't think they have the horses done yet and he, i guess you can't really do johnny <laughs> without the horses yeah i guess you can do gyro kind of because they did yeah they did but i i feel like if you don't have a horse and a johnny ses would be kind of weird slash useless <laughs> i'm just getting an image of an overworked japanese man in some like r&d lab trying to put like one part of a horse like the ass together with like another ass and not and just like it doesn't work it's not coming together (laughs) where's the horse (laughs) oh my god Uh, i just like i really want to believe that like the medicos will just see the figma horse and just be like how do we do this but different (laughs) yeah and then they like make a super detailed sculpt of like a biodiesel horse just yeah. like just like because this is how the sas horse will look like it'll be like the figma horse but it'll be painted and it'll be slightly more annoying to pose oh my god yeah pretty much <laughs> because the figma it... horse is not painted but i don't think there is an sas figure that isn't painted so yeah they got they've gotten a bit lazy with the way they painted because they used to paint the skin and like the clothes and then they just made the plastic the color of the plastic the color of the skin and painted the clothes because you can tell on like the older sas's versus oh yeah it's not like cars which has these like beautifully airbrushed muscles (laughs) everywhere this this this, uh man meat yeah the cars sas is like a work of beauty in terms of like the male form in plastic. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was the news. Just two cool things. Uh, I yeah, do well, like my friend Funny Valentine. Uh, you know, handsome, handsome Donald Trump. I mean, at first he's just Donald Trump, and then he gets handsome. I guess. Because I, because at first he's just like pile of nothing <laughs> that's true yeah. he becomes handsome donald trump but anyways yeah. so this has been another edition of what a beautiful podcast i'm andy and that was jack and wherever you're listening to us from list the places jack where are they finding us where are they, get, they going to listen google play soundcloud the rss feed find us on the subreddit any of these places we're everywhere great you literally can't escape us even if you tried there's no escape <laughs> Uh, All right, everybody. We'll see you next week for another 
thrilling installment. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.